Hello everyone, welcome to Podmas Day 20. Thank you so much for coming back. If you were here yesterday, we were talking about all the reasons why I love TubeBuddy and I think you might too. I hope you enjoyed that episode. That one was really fun for me to talk about all the reasons why I love them and the features that they have that I really use all the time. So today I wanna to talk about a different topic and that is creator burnout. So creator burnout, you're starting to hear a lot more of it uh, this year. You're seeing some very big, you know, channels such as like Alicia Marie, as Alex Wasabi, Lord DIY. A lot of these big channels are talking about how the constant cog and pressure to keep putting out videos. I know Remy Cruz has talked about it a bit, but just that constant need to feed the social media machines, whether that is Instagram and being on Twitter and being on Snapchat and using your stories and posting on YouTube regularly it can really start to take a toll on you and your mental health because when you get so driven by numbers so that all you're thinking about is the next upload, how many views, how many likes, how many comments, you know, what can you do to drive more sales and merch? It becomes tiring and there's no one, because you are your own boss most of the time with YouTube, there's no one saying, yes, you should take a break. You look a little tired, especially for people who are vlogging. This, I mean, if you think about vlogmas, just that constant pressure that people already feel to try and post content every day, make it interesting edit, get it uploaded, get it optimized, then tell everyone about it. Just that tired that you feel after the 25 days initially, some people will feel that all year long and you know they may not be doing every day. Maybe some of them are doing everyday vlogs, but just that constant pressure to keep creating and you know the pressure of not being able to feel like you can take a day off because the algorithm might punish you because you got sick or you know being able to pre-film a whole bunch of you know, content because you're going on vacation, a lot of that can weigh mentally on you. So the first thing you have to do is be able to kind of understand and recognize some of the symptoms and, you know, what happens when you are feeling like maybe you're on the road to burnout and you don't want to just have like a big freak out meltdown session. So yes, you've got that pressure to create, you know, especially a lot of the vlogmas and, you know, you just know that you can't be sick. But a lot of the time too, when you start to feel like the effort that you're putting in just doesn't justify the end result that you get like maybe you're doing vlogmas and you only get you know 20 people to view, uh, to view your vlog and you start feeling like why am I even doing this and that anger that you feel is almost it can turn into resentment too because then you may skip a day and then your audience is saying hey where is vlogmas day whatever and you start to feel like angry and resent the fact that they're asking for more content from you you know and so when you're starting to see that pattern of you're not appreciative of your audience too and they're almost like a nuisance maybe that's a sign that you know your head is not in the right space right there or you're just constantly feeling tired you're canceling on your friends because oh i have to edit or oh i have to do this when it comes to youtube and then forgetting that those relationships that are in person those are sometimes the things that can re-energize you bring you back to reality, keep you grounded. And some of the stuff that's online, it's never gonna be enough ever, right? It's never gonna be enough views, never enough AdSense, never enough merch sales. And the people, you know, you could be getting some mean comments as well and you just start to feel just like not even a human anymore when you start to think about it, you know? And and so now you're also mad at your audience. And so if you're resenting them or if you're, if you're angry at them, like why aren't they responding more? Why aren't they watching? Why aren't they appreciating what I'm putting out? That kind of attitude kind of begets bad attitude and bad videos kind of come from that because 
people can tell they're very intuitive that you're not into it, you're not feeling something. And then all of a sudden, if people stop watching because they know that it's forced, you're not having fun, then again, it's this negative cycle, right? Of just, oh man, it, in constantly feeding the machine. So yeah, when you feel like the recognition that you're receiving is just not enough to justify what's going on, you start to get angry and depressed. And that's also a sign of burnout. You just need to be able to turn it off sometimes. And so once you find you're in this headspace, because there's no one saying YouTube is closed right now, YouTube is always going because there's always different people in different time zones waking up, watching your videos. And if you start to see that your own personal relationships are suffering, you know, like I said, you're canceling on your friends, your significant other is always mad at you because in a restaurant, you can't even eat anything until you take a photo of the food and until you've posted the perfect caption and then you go back to your food and it's cold and they just want to be like, hey, can we have a conversation without the phone? Can you put that down? When you start to see that kind of stuff too, you know, maybe it's time to step back just a little bit when you're not having as much fun with it. So being able to turn it off is actually important. And I think one of the problems is that, you know, and Sunny Leonard Duzzi had a video about this that went up just a couple days ago, actually, about why she was deleting social media apps off of her phone. And it's very smart because especially around the holidays, and especially if you've seen, you know, a friend of hers had passed away. And you think about the holidays, it's friends and family, and that's the time you want to spend in person. But if the only thing you're ever thinking about is the next shot, the next video, the next whatever, it takes away from being in the moment and truly enjoying. So she was going to you know, at least over the weekend or at least through, you know, the end of the year, just take time off from social media or take time off from constantly posting and scrolling and liking and commenting and just really like she she went as far as to delete the apps off of her phone because if you think about it if you don't have those things on your phone it's it, it's what we all do we're in line at the bank or whatever the first thing you want to do kill some time open up instagram what's the latest thing that's been posted and those types of things and feelings and comparison and knowing that you know you don't have as nice a car or as much makeup and your you know room in your house isn't as nice. Whatever it is, all of those comparison feelings start to make you feel like, oh, I have to do more. I have to post more. I have to somehow liven up and make it look like I'm doing more and make it beautiful. And so it just really feeds the machine. And there's no one saying like, you can turn it off, you know, because it's so easy to just open the app on your phone. So being actually able to disengage from those audiences and social media apps is probably something that is going to keep you in a better headspace. So maybe you had some mean comments, maybe you're just feeling unappreciated. All of this stuff is signs that maybe it is time for a little bit of a break and you're feeling burnt out. So what can you do when you start to feel this way? So number one, you could delete those apps, right? You could stop posting as much because most likely, more likely than not, you're going to be posting content that isn't as good because you're not in as good of headspace, you're not in as good of mood, and people will pick up on that. I know a lot of people post way more during December because it's Vlogmas or whatever else you're participating in, but sometimes maybe that's the time to step back and be with family and not post. And I know that seems so counterintuitive, but when you come back with a refreshed and recharged heart and mind, those videos that are going to be the next ones up are going to feel so much better. And I know that there's this constant feeling that if I stop posting, people are going to unsubscribe, people are going to unfollow me, people won't care where I am. And you know what? How sad is that? That that's the first thing that comes to your mind when you 
want to think about taking a break for your own mental health. Even that just like line of thinking is just so detrimental to us. And you cannot have your entire self-worth be caught up in how many people you lost or stopped following you or did decide to hit that button because there's so many reasons why people follow or unfollow that you have no control over, but you have control over how you feel and the people that you surround yourself with and the situation and how you deal with it. So I hope that makes sense. You may want to delete the social media apps off your phone. I know that there's also things where you can time how long you're in certain apps. And I would encourage you, I know that I think YouTube has that analytic where it would say like, how many hours are you spending on YouTube? Because you are consuming all this content as well, right? Maybe if you stopped doing some of that stuff and you spent that on yourself and that's going outside and taking a walk, cuddling with your dogs, spending time with your significant other, spending time with your friends and family, those types of things will make you feel so much healthier in the end than putting your head down and making sure you get out one more 10 minute vlog that people may or may not watch. And you know what I mean? So once you figure out what really fulfills you and what charges your battery, that's what you should spend some time doing when you're starting to see those signs of burnout. So figure it out. Like it's being around my dogs and being around, you know, my husband and just maybe hanging out with one or two people. That's, that's, that's all I need, right? I don't want to be on social media and tweeting constantly and adding someone because I have to comment. I, I have to stop myself sometimes physically from commenting on some things because I know that if I comment on something and start engaging, they're going to respond. I'm going to respond back. It may or may not lead to a fight. It, it may just be a discussion, but those things take me out of the moment. And it's just, it's not always the best place to be if you're already not in the best headspace. So maybe you need to get out, maybe you need to exercise, maybe you need to take a long car ride, a bubble bath, and you actually have like a computer-free night, you know, a smartphone-free night, and you do a Netflix and chill and binge watch, you know, something. Or if you're looking for a recommendation, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon Prime. I am currently watching the second season, and it just makes me very, very happy. I think I might like the second season maybe even more than the first season. So take that for what you will. There's just a impromptu to guide and recommendation on a TV show. I would say go out, unplug from a screen in some way. So whether you take that as far as deleting the app off your phone or just saying no smartphone for the next four hours or whatever it is, I think something like that could be very, very beneficial to you. And don't try and just be like, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to spend all of Saturday editing and blah, blah, blah. And because the human mind can only focus for so long. And if you try and sit down for six hours and do something, it's just not going to work out for you or you're going to get distracted. And then you're going to get mad at yourself because you're like, oh, I couldn't even do this for six hours It's because we're not designed to do that. We're designed to do it for at most for, you know, no more than an hour. And then you have to take a break and you have to have some interaction. But when you're face down in a screen, we don't feel that way. We just feel like we haven't done enough, we haven't answered enough emails, answered enough comments, done more pictures, whatever it is, there's always going to be, we needed to do more. And that's the difference, I think, also between having that nine to five job, you know, being a full-time creator or wannabe full-time creator. When you start thinking like, I don't bring home, you know, my work and start thinking about it at, you know, two o'clock in the morning and then be disappointed in myself that you know, a lot of people once they're off with work they're not really thinking about it but that's the thing with YouTube it's never off or social media it's never off and so that's the biggest thing is being able to maybe set some boundaries for yourself like maybe you don't have your cell phone in the bedroom with you because the first thing you do is wake up in the morning and start scrolling through your feed and start off your day by feeling bad about yourself because of something that you read because some mean comment that you got on a video 
If you don't have the cell phone with you at night when you're scrolling in the morning and you actually buy a real alarm clock or whatever else it is, it, it just gets you in a better space and you could get up earlier instead of being in bed for an hour scrolling through social media feeling bad about yourself. You could spend that first hour like cuddling with your dog and then doing some meditation and then really doing some affirmations that your day is going to go really well and then intentionally setting the mood to have the rest of your day go better. It's going to get you in a better headspace. So I just think that with the constant need to feed the machine, we just lose perspective. And I just that, that's all I want to say is maybe you need to think about the things that are making you happy and the things that aren't making you happy and they aren't contributing to your mental health and sometimes yes you put your head down you do the work you get through it and I know a lot of people are always like the grind never stops and blah blah but if you think about it people need to rest people need to sleep even leaders of the free world get you know seven to eight hours of sleep per night you should not be worrying at four o'clock in the morning about something that happened on social media you should be asleep at that time unless you're already working a job that has you up at that time but you should really be more compartmentalizing your life just so if you don't have those boundaries it's very easy for things to bleed into each other and have all of a sudden time and interruptions be accepted as part of your just normal when it shouldn't be. So I hope that gives you some ways to identify if maybe you're starting to feel some burnout and maybe some ideas of things that you could try to help reduce burnout. If these were helpful for you, please leave a comment. I would love to hear ways that you've come up with to identify burnout or try to recover from it as well and what made you feel better. And uh, leave that as a comment because I would love to hear from you. I hope you guys are enjoying Podmas. I will see you guys in tomorrow's episode. Bye-bye. That's going to wrap it up for today's Podmas episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've enjoyed our time together, I would love it if you gave a five-star review on whatever listening platform you are tuning in from. I do not take our time together for granted. I know you could be anywhere and listening to anyone and you chose to spend your time with me and I really appreciate that. I will see you in a Podmas episode very soon. Thanks guys. Bye.